You are listening to the Corona Diaries, brought to you by Allegra. For more information, please visit allegralaboratory.net. Hi guys, this is Aditya from Bengaluru, recording for Allegra. So I'm going to have to keep it really down, because my grandmother is asleep in the next room. But uh, let's give this a go. So it's now day six of the official lockdown in India. Uh, but I've been home for over two weeks now. My company shut down on the 15th of March, and I've been home since then. I've been lucky enough uh, to be able to spend some time outside in the fresh air, because I've got a garden outside. So I step out of the house to go to the, go into the garden, and I exercise, and I get some fresh air. But I haven't left my compound for longer than 30 minutes in the past two weeks. And uh, that's crazy, you know. Never in my wildest dreams would have imagined that the entire world would be brought to its knees by a virus. And uh, I don't think the policymakers imagined it either. But here we are. Uh, anyway, even though the world uh, outside has come to a standstill, my professional life is going on as normal because I've been working from home. So I work uh, Monday to Friday, 9 to 5. I clock in at 9 every day, and I clock out at 6 p.m. And uh, interestingly, uh, many companies have now have, have had to adopt to this new reality because uh, a lockdown of such a scale has been unprecedented in modern history. So many companies were not prepared for so many people working from home. So now they've had to find ways to make sure that targets are met and everybody's productive. So I recently read that now there's been a spike in demand for these productivity-enhancing softwares. And many companies are forcing their employees to install these softwares on their computers, which uh, you know track their browsing history, which track their keystrokes, um, you know, which monitor the time on the computer, etc. So, you know, coronavirus is being used as an excuse by companies to unroll draconian surveillance measures against their employees. And that to me is crazy, you know, because first of all, just the idea of being productive in a time like this, I can't get my head around that. You know, I've coined a term for that uh, productivity in the time of a pandemic inspired by, of course, live in the time of cholera. So how are people supposed to be productive now? You know, this is some of the most uncertain times that most people have faced in the recent times, at least people of my age. We don't know when this thing is going to end. So the government has announced a lockdown till mid-April. But just looking at the numbers and looking at what's happened in other parts of the world, I anticipate this thing to carry on, you know, for for a little bit longer than that, at least maybe another month or two. And uh, once it's over, then what? There's a recession coming, and there's so much economic uncertainty. So in times like this, when people are going through so much anxiety, so much mental uh, mental health and mental strain issues, how are they expected to be productive? This idea of productivity and efficiency 
to me is just you know it's it's actually it's crazy to expect people to do things like this in times like now even before going to the lockdown i think a lot of people had an idea of how they would spend their lockdown and even i was one of them so i even wanted to be more productive during the lockdown so actually i had designed an entire schedule based on uh, what prisoners do in correctional facilities so one way in which prisoners are kept from losing their minds in correctional facilities is by living a very scheduled and ordered life so they wake up every morning at a certain time they work out at a certain time they read at a certain time they eat at a certain time and all of this allows them to have some semblance of order so even i had this plan before going into lockdown that i would wake up at a certain time and i would read all these books that i've been wanting to read i would exercise every day basically i wanted to come out of this lockdown some kind of ubermensch but to be honest with you it's a miracle if i can even get out of bed on most days i think that's a reality for a lot of people many people have grand schemes about you know how they're going to use the lockdown to become more efficient to become more healthy to become more to become wiser to become fitter but let's be honest most of us would be happy to come out of this uh, healthy and most of us would be happy to come out of this with our loved ones still alive so but i've been trying to cope uh, the situation i've also been trying to help people around me so obviously the first thing that i had to think of as soon as the lockdown was announced was i had to think about arranging supplies of uh, essentials like food and medicines for myself and for my loved ones so three people in my family use medicines so as soon as the lockdown was announced there was chaos everywhere and people just started buying everything and pretty pretty soon the shops ran out of things so the last week i've spent uh making phone calls to pharmacy after pharmacy and finally yesterday i got lucky i found insulin for my grandmother so now i've got enough supply to last me a month and uh, also i've got colleagues in my office who who have moved away from their families who live alone and being from bangalore i have access to a huge network of friends and family and also i speak the language so i'm able to you know get through to people faster in such times like this so i also created a whatsapp group as soon as this um, lockdown started and i added all my friends who were from other cities and who didn't know the language and who maybe didn't have the social capital that i do and many of them you know faced issues like they ran out of water they ran out of food so i've been trying to help them find those things this a friend of mine ran out of gas cylinders so i've been trying to feel useful in this time you know i can't do much else there's a lot of i mean the lockdown has caused a lot of distress to a lot of people especially i've been fortunate enough i mean i talked about surveillance and things like that but i think even having a job now and being able to work from home now is a privilege
and uh, many people don't have that privilege. You know, I'm talking about people like uh, daily wage earners, laborers, the people who build the homes that we work from. Those people have nowhere to go. And those people don't have a source of income in these times. And uh, I'd like to go out and help them, but we're actually facing a situation where going outside the house might do more harm than good. So I've been donating money to help um, such families. But um, it, it's really, it breaks my heart to see the kind of stories that come out every day. So the sudden lockdown has kind of sparked this mass migration of sorts because workers are now moving from cities to their villages because they don't have any money to afford food. So every day I see stories of workers walking walking hundreds of kilometers to their villages. You know, I see photos of them being sprayed like cattle with disinfectant. So in times like this, you actually see the two kinds of India that exist. One is that India where NRIs get quarantined, NRIs are non-resident Indians. They get quarantined in fancy five-star hotels. Meanwhile, the working class gets sprayed like cattle and is dying from hunger. So hopefully by the time I send you the next recording, I'll have something more positive to tell you. But uh, thanks for listening and take care.